Today's reading is Ephesians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his presence. In love he predestined us for adoption as his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the beloved one. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. And he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to bring all things in heaven and on earth together in Christ. In him we were also chosen as God's own, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything by the counsel of his will, in order that we, who were the first to hope in Christ, would be for the praise of his glory. And in him, having heard and believed the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the pledge of our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in your knowledge of him. I ask that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, so that you may know the hope of his calling, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and the surpassing greatness of his power to us who believe. These are all in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God put everything under his feet, and made him head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is God's word. At the end of Acts 28, Paul was living in his own rented home and waited for two years for his trial in Rome. During this time of house arrest, Paul wrote his prison epistles, that is, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. So since we just finished reading Acts 28, it seems like an appropriate point for us to read the prison epistles. As we read in the book of Acts, we saw that Paul spent two years in Ephesus, that was back in Acts 19.10, on his third missionary journey. At the end of that journey, as Paul traveled to Jerusalem, Paul stopped in Miletus and called for the elders from Ephesus to come and meet with him. That was Acts 20, verses 17 through 38. I'm bringing all this up to remind you that Paul had a very personal interest and relationship with this particular church, the one in Ephesus. That's why he wrote one of his prison letters to them while awaiting trial in Rome. The mood of this chapter, Ephesians 1, is ebullient. It overflows with praise for God's love and blessings in verses 3 through 14. And it overflows also with thanks for the faith of the Ephesians in verses 15 through 23. 
Although there are many truths in this passage on which we could meditate, let's focus on chapter 1, verses 13b through 14, which says, When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. That's the NIV's translation. God has promised so much to us in Christ. But how do we know that these promises actually apply to us? According to verse 13b, we know that they are for us because the Holy Spirit seals us. The seal of the Holy Spirit is a way to describe God's ownership. The Spirit tells us that we belong to Christ. As we see the fruit of the Spirit growing and developing in our lives, it assures us and reassures us that we belong to Christ. The Holy Spirit is more than our seal, though, according to this verse. He is also a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. That means that the joy He brings us in Christ, the love that we have for other believers, and that they have for us, and all the other benefits the Spirit gives us, are reminders of what eternity will be like. Think of the greatest worship service you've ever experienced. The kind where every song drew your heart closer to God and the message from God's word filled you with awe and love for him. I'm talking about the kind of service that made you feel sad when it ended, but also made you feel excited to read the word and serve God while singing his praises. That's what eternity with Jesus is going to be like. The Spirit's blessing on us as our seal is a deposit reassuring you that you will be there to experience that eternity and giving you a preview of what it will be like. If the Spirit is the deposit, the down payment of these good things, then what do we get when the whole package arrives, when we get the whole package of good things? Well, according to verse 14, it will be the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Again, the NIV's translation. The redemption of those who are God's possession is a reference to the return of Christ. At that time, Christ will select everyone who has the Spirit, the seal of his ownership, and he will finish his work of redemption by glorifying our bodies, sanctifying our hearts and minds fully. Then he will welcome us into the worship service that never ends. You have the Holy Spirit to remind you of all that is coming for us in Christ in eternity. So be encouraged, no matter what happens today, and walk obediently in the Spirit as a child of God. And I'll see you next time.